Hello and welcome to Dismiss Mal. My name is Pat, the host of the podcast. As I mentioned in the introductory podcast, that this is a podcast where I share interesting studies that I encounter in my research that apply to people that I personally know first and foremost, and also apply to society. What I'm going to be talking about today is something that I find very interesting. I'm going to be talking about lies or falsehoods. <laughs> if, if we're going to go a little more, I don't know, academic sounding, you know, they say false information, they don't say lies. But I remember having a discussion in class about this. What are the times when we absolutely ignore lies? When, when we think, you know what, it's fine. It's really not a big deal, you know. I'm pretty sure most of us know what a bias is, right? Mostly when we complain, <laughs> you know, that person is biased against me or they're biased towards something. It just basically means a person disproportionately favors something or they're against something. Like it's in a way that if you were to look at something from an objective point of view, it doesn't make sense for you to favor that thing. But if you're looking at it from a subjective point of view, it's like, y'all. There's no other answer though. So today we're going to talk about a few biases. And the first one we're going to talk about is the self-bias, right? We all have that. We are constantly the hero in our lives. Everything we do is always well justified. And we will say, hey, I had, I had my reasons, you know, for doing this or that, you know. If we tell a lie, a lot of times we'll be like, yeah, that was a white lie. You know, it's it was a lie that I told for the sake of good. Like when we were kids, oh my word, the number of superstitions that our parents used to tell us. <laughs> this one superstition that was there that we grew up with, where our parents used to tell us that if you sit in the middle of the road, you're going to get boils. Could be true on a hot day in a very hot country. I guess, I don't know. But you would get blisters, not boils. That's a whole other story, right? But this was told to children so that you don't go and sit in the middle of the road. You're going to get run over, baby girl or baby boy or whatever you are, you know? They came up with a whole bunch of superstitions that we believed as children. And we only found out when we grew up, oh man, that was a lie, you know? These were white lies that we grew up with and they were told for our safety. It was kind of okay. At some point when you grow up and you actually learn the truth or when you are now in a space where you are morally ready to understand what the truth is, the superstition can fall away or the lie can fall away and then you can, you know, use the actual truth. So that was kind of like the use of white lies when we were growing up. And and as parents, we can tell white lies as siblings and older sisters and all sorts. It's basically a lie that is told so that you do the right thing. But a lie is a lie though. And if you really come to think about it, we will always cover ourselves when it comes to that. So a white lie is okay, but once you take it to the interwebs, as they call them, it becomes a whole other story. Now let's try and put this in the context of social media, let's say you tell a white lie on social media. You told this lie specifically for good. I don't know, maybe you you told it to help a friend. The people who are going to read whatever you wrote may not have the same context as you and they don't relate to this thing the way you do. And it certainly won't impact them as much as the person that you're lying for or lying to. So without the original context of a lie, that thing can be taken as truth. The idea of this is what is called Poe's law. 
P-O-E is law. It says that without clarity on the author's intent, anything can be taken as a sincere expression. So if people don't know the context in which you said what you said, no matter how good your intentions are, the moment that people start sharing that post or content, they are taking that thing as truth and adding their thoughts and context to it too. This doesn't apply only with the things we lie about, whether they're white lies or straight out lies, whatever it is. It also applies to the things that we joke about, the things that we send as satire, the things that we think are just, you know, funny statements or whatever it is. If a person takes it out of context, it could literally mean anything. My whole point in this is that even if you think that the lie that you told is okay, at the end of the day, because people don't have the context, they're always going to understand it from the from where they are coming from, their personal view of the world. Now, this personal view is another bias. It's called a cognitive bias. A cognitive bias is basically when your brain makes shortcuts to help you to understand things. So let's uh, take, for example, maybe when you grew up, you used to sit on a three-legged chair. But if you move to another country that has a five-legged chair, you still recognize it as a chair, even though the first chair you saw was a three-legged chair. Now that there's a five-legged chair, you understand it as a chair because of its use, not because of its shape. This recognition of the chair as a chair would come from a shortcut that your brain makes about uses of specific things. When you think about a man or a woman, or maybe you come from a non-gender background, when you think about a person, you think about them in a specific way. But if you go to a completely different environment, when you meet those new people, you meet them according to what you know and how you process the world. So let's say you get into an environment that is unfamiliar. And when you get there, somebody tells a lie. But that lie makes sense to you because it's, it's something that sounds familiar according to your background. When you hear that lie, you don't recognize it as a lie. You can recognize that as truth and you can accept it. I know this is kind of like a roundabout way of explaining it, but it's not like a very simple concept to explain. I'm trying to simplify this as much as possible without boiling it down too much. I'm going to give you an example of all men cheat. Is that true? No, no, it's not. It's not true that all men cheat. There are several men who don't cheat. But let's say every man that you have ever dated cheated on you. To you, it's true that all men cheat, right? Then you will take that copy it, and you will say, every man that I ever dated cheated on me. This thing is true. The next person has never been cheated on at all. To them, it's not true. To you, it's true. Why? Because you have experienced it. The fact is, this statement, this generalizing statement that was told is not true, but because of your experience, it rings as true. I just want to kind of... um explain how this is not a black and white kind of situation. There are several things that are on social media that are lies, that are falsehoods, that are manipulated information or information that is taken out of context. And you walk into a, a space with information with your own context. And to you, if it is true, you take it as a truth, you copy it, you share it, and so on and so forth. That is something that comes from a cognitive bias. It comes from the way that your brain makes sense of the world and how it makes shortcuts to help you to think fast. And obviously on the internet, we think very fast because the internet goes super fast. I mean, have you seen how fast we scroll our feeds? 
on Instagram and Facebook and wherever else you, you scroll feeds, we do it so fast. And for you to be able to recognize the things that are in the pictures, you have to think fast. And for you to think fast, you have to use your cognitive biases. The next bias is confirmation bias, where the whole bunch of y'all are agreeing to a falsehood because y'all agree to it. Like, this is really tricky, but conspiracy theories, I mean, lizard people and all that kind of stuff. If it makes sense to you, it makes sense to you. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And whichever side of the argument you end up at, you are always going to find people who confirm whatever it is that you're saying. Now, the reason why I've brought up these three things, the self-bias, the confirmation bias, and the cognitive bias, is that these three things make it very difficult for us to be able to to recognize lies when they are put on the internet. There are several people who are after likes, you know, going viral, getting as many comments and shares as possible and so on and so forth. And they will make fake content or false content or manipulated content so that they get viral as quickly as possible. And if you agree with that thing, or if it makes sense to you, or it tickles your fancy in one way or another, it's going to be so easy for you to share it. So the things that raise our emotions or touch our emotions the most are the ones that go viral the fastest. So I'll give you an example. I know someone who I was speaking to about misinformation, right? She teaches on misinformation all the time. Talks to her husband about it and so on and so forth, right? And one day her husband brought home several packets of Reese's peanut butter cups, I think. I think that's what they're called. And he had seen information earlier that they were being discontinued and the company was closing. So a lot of people on the internet had been going into shops and panic buying Reese's peanut butter cups because they thought, oh my gosh, we're never going to see them again. By the time that that lie was debunked, several people had already bought Reese's peanut butter cups. They made a killing. It easily could have been an advertising campaign or I don't know someone who wanted to see the effect of the information that they put out whatever it is this information spread so fast and it made somebody spend money on something that really wasn't going you know out of production even if we are in this field even if I am studying information disorder and I'm studying lies and contexts and when people share stuff and all this kind of stuff it doesn't mean that I am excluded I also fall pray to these things. I am human and these three biases will still work in me. If something agrees with my my worldview or my mindset, it rings true to me more than the truth does. I'm trying to remember a time when I acted on something that wasn't true. Okay. I, this wasn't really acting on something that isn't true. It was a, an AI generated picture that looked beautiful and complicated at the same time. And there was uh, somebody who shared it and said that this is the human genome. And I looked at it and I was like, wow, oh, human genome. This is so amazing, but it makes so much sense because we are such complicated human beings. And I don't understand how we heal. I don't understand how we think. I don't understand how we regenerate our skin. And at some point it doesn't. All these things that I think are complicated about the human genome, it all resonated with the picture. I took that picture and I shared it. And I said, I mean, the next time you're wondering why that that person next to you is so complicated, remember the picture of this human genome. After about a week, I saw that Facebook had written that this information has been fact-checked and it is false. And there was a science professional who had looked at it and said, nah, this is not it. I was sitting there thinking, I honestly had no idea. 
I thought this was true. And because somebody slapped some sort of a scientific name to it and like, according to the university of blah, 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 this, this research lab has discovered this enhanced picture of the human genome. And I was like, yeah, for sure. It's what it is. And for me, the reason why it made sense was because I have experienced people being complicated. That's a cognitive bias. And it confirmed something that I already kind of felt like, hey, this is it. Now, imagine if I had just thought, you know what? Facebook is wrong. That thing really was the human genome because we are complicated. They are relabeling the real news as fake. It's them who are wrong. And then I run with the fake news as if it's true. And then I start to say, they realize that we now understand the truth. And so now they're hiding it from us. Does this sound familiar? This is how we're thinking these days. There's so many things that we look at and we think, wow, this is true. We don't know the context. It agrees with us. It agrees with what we think. It agrees with what our group of people thinks. And so it definitely makes sense. And it's so definitely true. All these things that I have explained to you right now are part of information disorder. Everyone who has ever been on the internet has been exposed to information disorder in one way or another. We are lucky that now Facebook even has a structure that says this is fake or this is real. And they even have fact checkers. Remember when Facebook didn't have that? How much information did we read online and just believe that this is true? It's very dangerous because at the end of the day, we are gathering huge amounts of knowledge online and assuming that it is all true and then mixing the true information with false information. And then those things inform our decisions. They inform the things that we do tomorrow. They inform how we raise our kids. They inform how we spend our money. They inform whether or not we're going to get a mortgage. They inform so many things in our lives, and that is very dangerous. We may not feel the impact right now, but if you really come to think of it, whenever there was any huge big thing that used to happen in history, you would see the impact of it after about 30 years. I mean, I used to have this assumption that, you know, if somebody's lying to me, I can tell. But what if I can't recognize that it's a lie? Not because of the information, but because of me and how I see the world. Yeah. Anyway, that's it for today. On that very sad and depressing note, that's it for today. 